In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Imagine an action movie. An action movie. And our hero gets into a giant big rig, a tractor, trailer, truck. And the bad guys immediately start following in hot pursuit. Well, I don't have to tell you much more than that for you to imagine what's going to happen next, right? A high-speed car chase. The tires will be spinning, cars will be smashing into things, the police sirens will be wailing, and there'll be witty dialogue between our hero, who is a woman, by the way, we'll call her Jane Bond, and her handsome male lead. Now, inevitably, if you've seen any action movies, because Miss Bond is an attractor trailer truck, what inevitably is going to happen? What are the bad guys or the police going to do? They're going to set up a giant roadblock. There'll be cars, there'll be fences. And as they're approaching it, her pretty male sidekick says, wait, wait, no, turn around, turn around, you can't do that. And Miss Bond replies while sharply shifting gears, watch me. And the truck speeds forward and it smashes through the barriers. And while looking in the rearview mirror, Miss Bond reapplies her perfect shade of red lipstick escaping to fight another day. Cue the Bond theme music. Today's passage that we heard from Acts 10 has its own share of barrier-breaking moments. Now to understand the tractor-trailer impact of the last few verses of Acts 10, which is we have in our lesson today, we have to look at the whole chapter. We have to look at where we've come from in order to appreciate where we are. And so before we get into that and we looked at all the details, a word about the starring role in Acts 10. Peter, the apostle, reluctantly plays the best supporting actor role. The star of Acts 10 is the Holy Spirit. And Captain Cornelius of the Roman army plays an important supporting role. But before we get more into about Peter, first a word about the people of Israel. God gave Israel the Ten Commandments, yes? Yes. But God actually gave them many other instructions, instructions intended to set them apart, to make them different than other nations. And actually this is the meaning, one of the biblical meanings of the word holy. It means to be set apart for a special purpose, a godly purpose. And one of the ways that the Jews were set apart was that they believed in one God, whereas all the nations around them believed in many gods. Another thing that set the Israelites apart was how they ate and with who. In the first five books of the Bible, known as the Torah, especially in Leviticus, there are all these regulations about food. And by the way, if you're ever having trouble staying awake, read the book of Leviticus. It will keep you wide awake. Let me know how that works out for you. But actually, in the details themselves, in Leviticus, we find how food is supposed to be prepared. It tells us there are clean foods which can be eaten, and there are unclean foods which cannot be eaten. 
Did you know that there are still Jews today who follow these regulations? These regulations in the time of Jesus and for Peter and the other first Christians, the Jewish Christians, were not just sort of nice customs. For the Jewish people of the time, they were essential markers of identity. And they're so essential that there are still faithful Jews today who only eat food prepared according to these regulations. Regulations that are now known as kosher, kosher law. Okay, so now we can go back to Peter. Peter is a fisherman, he's a working class guy with a family, and he's living in first century Israel. Is this a great time for the nation of Israel? Not really. Because they are occupied by the powerful Roman Empire. And the Romans do not share the Israelites' faith. They believe in many gods. The Romans do not eat according to kosher. The Romans are Gentiles. That is, non-Jews. Now, Peter's hard-working, but otherwise quiet life is messed up forever when he meets this up-and-coming rabbi by the name of Yeshua, that is, Jesus. Fast forward, Jesus has died, Jesus has risen, the Holy Spirit is using Peter and others to spread the resurrection message with great results, but pretty much just among Jews. This takes us back to the beginning of Acts 10, before today's lesson. So we go back to Captain Cornelius. He is minding his own business in his quarters, praying, when God gives him a vision. And the vision is basically this. Go meet this guy named Peter. He's staying in Joppa. The very next day, Peter is praying, minding his own business, and God gives him a vision. A vision that tells Peter that he is no longer to discriminate between clean and unclean foods. Hear Peter's reaction earlier in Acts 10. Here's how Peter responds to God's idea. By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is profane or unclean. Just then it so happens that the soldiers from Captain Cornelius arrive, inviting Peter to visit with their commander. This whole time, Peter is sort of dragging his sandal. He's sort of reluctantly going along with what God has been revealing to him. But even when he meets Cornelius in his household, here's what he tells him. Acts 10, 29. You yourselves know that it is unlawful for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should call no one profane or unclean. Peter shares the good news of Jesus with Cornelius and his household. All through these events, all through Acts 10, even to the passage that we heard, the Holy Spirit has been breaking down barriers. Have you noticed that? And finally, the Holy Spirit really lets loose. That's where our lesson comes in today, Acts 10, 44 through 48. Hear it again and listen carefully. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers, the Jewish Christians who had come with Peter, were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them, that's Cornelius and his household, speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them, Cornelius and his household, to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And they invited Peter to stay for several days. 
Now hopefully you're noticing now, but you notice all the barriers that the Holy Spirit was crossing in this whole story from the whole chapter of Acts, Acts 10. Peter is a Christian. Captain Cornelius is not. Peter is Jewish, ethnically and culturally. Captain Cornelius is a Roman, ethnically and culturally. Peter is a fisherman turned apostle, a citizen of an occupied nation. Captain Cornelius is a military commander in the occupying force of that nation. Peter is among the less powerful. Cornelius is among the more powerful. And yet, despite all their differences, through the Holy Spirit, through Christ, they are brought together. Perhaps the biggest barrier that the Spirit had to break down was in Peter's heart. Perhaps the biggest barrier that the Holy Spirit had to break down was in Peter's heart. While explainable by sin and sociology, the many divisions in the body of Christ and the very poor behavior of many Christians on the left, on the right, and in the middle toward those who differ from themselves is evidence to all of us here that we can easily find ourselves far away from the kingdom of God. When you, when I, allow race, culture, class, political affiliation, denomination, age, sexual identity, or any other marker of difference to become Lord of our lives, we are in effect in those moments rejecting the true Lord of life, our Lord Jesus Christ. When you or I allow race, culture, class, political affiliation, age, denomination, sexual identity, or any other marker of difference to become the Lord of our lives, we are in effect in those moments rejecting the true Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. So may the Holy Spirit break down the barriers in your heart and mine so that God might use us to bless whether or not they share our faith or our values to bless those other folks and whether or not they live like us or look like us may God break those barriers down so that we might be used to bless them now check this out when the spirit when your faith, when your discipleship starts bringing you into contact with your own versions of Captain Cornelius, you know, the kind of people you would never want to have over for dinner, or the people you would never expect to show up for dinner. When the Spirit, when your faith, when your discipleship starts bringing you into contact with those kind of people, other well-meaning folks are going to tell you things like, oh, no, 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 turn around, turn around, you can't do that. But trusting in the Spirit, choosing love, you can say along with Miss Bond, as you hit the foot pedal of the spiritual accelerator, watch me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.